Do you need an Arabic program which has plenty of support and structure, but is also flexible enough to fit around your busy life? Probably yes, and the good news is you're in luck. Not only do I have a full box of Arabic books to give students for free right here in front of me, but if you join the Arabic in 60 Steps program in the next five days, that's before the 9th of March, and then later, if you choose to join Arabic in 60 Steps 2.0, which is launching on the 1st of April, then I will not only reimburse you everything you've paid, I'll reimburse you double everything that you've paid. So if you were, if you were to join today, when you do upgrade later on, I'll reimburse you not only whatever you paid today, I'll reimburse you double it. So to find out more, just click the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube, if you're in the podcast, it'll be in the show notes, or if you're driving or if you're in the gym or doing the cooking at the moment, you don't want to look at the podcast, then uh, just type, just go to the website, arabicwithsam.com forward slash six zero. That's, that's uh, yeah, the website, arabicwithsam.com forward slash 60. So without further ado, let's get on with the podcast. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. This is your brother, Sam, your Arabic teacher, your favorite Arabic teacher in the entire world. And a very warm welcome to episode 23 of the Arabic with Sam podcast. SubhanAllah, time is flying. It doesn't feel like very long ago when we were on episode one, when we did our introduction episode back in, what was it, September? Um, yeah, maybe September or early October when we did our first episode. Um, and yeah, we've been going strong every single week. Every single week since then, we've been uh, been here every Monday uh, for another sort of 20 to 30 minute episode of the podcast. And uh, I have you guys to thank that we've lasted this long and uh, that you guys have been engaging with and enjoying it. So uh, what on earth are we going to be learning today? So Today, what I thought would be a really nice episode, it was actually su suggested by a brother called Farhan on my Instagram. Um, yeah, he DM'd me earlier today and uh, suggested uh, this idea for the podcast and said it'd be really cool if uh, we'll talk about expressing your beliefs, um, how to express your beliefs, how to have discussions and stuff in Arabic. So um, I thought it'd be particularly good because at the moment I'm particularly busy with messages from students who are doing the Arabic GCSE at the moment. It sort of comes about this time of year, um, Arabic GCSE and A-level students start panicking and uh, they start messaging their boy, um, their boy Sam, and saying, uh, yeah, how, how can you help? Um, it's absolutely terrifying, and it is kind of terrifying, really, because, you know, this is, what, the first year or the second year that, um, that the new curriculum's being examined? Uh, I think it's the first year um, that's being assessed, because last year, um, last summer, I actually carried out oral exams for the previous curriculum, and that curriculum was an absolute dinosaur. It had been around for about 20 years, that curriculum. But um, so it's good, it's good they've got a new one, but I just think it's tons harder, and... I have distanced myself. Um, I'm free from those guys. I'm free from them. Uh, the uh, yeah, the exam boards for Arabic. I don't really help. I don't really help uh, with it anymore. Um, have my own program. Uh, have my own students who I adore, who I love to pieces, and who I want to dedicate my life to. So um, yeah, I'm not really dealing with that. But um, but but there is there, there is a lot of crossover. You know, obviously my program I do believe is very helpful for students who do the GCSE. It's not it's not a GCSE program, but I do believe it's helpful. And um, yeah, and I think a lot of the content that I put out here on the podcast for free and the YouTube channel as well is, is a good supplement as well to your GCSE and A-level studies. So um, yeah, and, and with, with the GCSE, especially in the oral exam and the written exam, the real top marks are for kind of giving opinions and then reinforcing those opinions. You know, being able to develop an, an opinion, be able to develop a view. And uh, yeah, so a lot of the vocabulary, a lot of the verbs and nouns and the kind of phrases that we piece together in this episode will, will be very helpful for that. So so usually I like to start with verbs because when we start with verbs, we kind of we can kind of draw out nouns that come from those verbs. But we're, we're going to do it the other way around this time. Um, yeah, we're just going to try out a different a different way. We're just going to come across some concepts and some, and some words that are useful, useful for this, this discussion. And I'll kind of give my own um, kind of commentary as we go. 
So um, there are a number of different words really for an opinion or a view on something. You know, the most common, um, the most common word for it is probably a ra'i, ra'i, um, and uh, yeah, a ra'i, um, or literally when you say ra'i, my opinion, it's, it's actually the same word. Um, it's just when you have ra'i, meaning a opinion, you'd have um, like ra'iun, you'd have like an un on the end if it's a opinion. If it's my opinion, it's just ra'i. Um, yeah, and that's just an, an opinion. It comes from the verb ra'a, um, and then in the mudara is yara. It's um, perhaps, you know, it's often referred to as sort of the only real irregular verb in Arabic. There aren't any other verbs that behave the way that it does, with having a hamza in the middle and an alif maqsura on the end. So so an opinion, that's kind of the first word, is a ra'i. That there is also, you also do kind of have, you, you can also sometimes say, in my view, you can say fi nadari. And what's very common is having this word mujarrad before it. You say mujarrad nadari. It means like merely my opinion. It's just my opinion. You know, if you say like, this is just my opinion, هذا مجرد نظري. This is just my view. This is my, this is my mere opinion. Yeah, that's that's a very kind of, um, yeah, that's a very useful, um, yeah, that's, a, that's just a very useful expression to say for, you know, هذا مجرد نظري. This is this is my mere opinion. Good. So um, you know, you know, the the, the things that I wanted to raise really are like, because in Arabic it always sort of confused me as a beginner how. In Arabic, you have different words for believing something or for thinking something, depending on how how certain you are of it. And it's not that much different to us in English. It's just, you know, when I would kind of search or ask my teachers how to say I think something or I believe something, I was given a whole load of different words. And I, I wanted us to run through those. So, you know, there is there is a term, ظن, ظن. And I was kind of taught when you say, oh, I think something, to say, أنا أظن, أنا أظن. And in Aramiya, they put a little bear before أنا بظن or something like that. And um أظنو, and the term ظن. And that does mean to think something. You know, أنا means I think or I did think something and I I thought something. But it usually it's a very kind of weak 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 opinion about something. Like it's it's more about if you suspect something or if you or if you think something and then you were wrong. You know what I mean? It's you know, yeah, if if you turn out to be wrong about something, you would say, you know, yeah, that that's what I thought. Um, you know, but I turned out to be wrong later. You know, that's that, that's kind of what you use vanna or vanno for, and um, yeah, vann itself really means sort of suspicion. It can mean, you know, I know, you know, how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in Surah Al-Hujurat, um, "Inna ba'da vanni ithm." You know, some some vann is ithm, some some vann, some suspicions are harmful. Um, yeah, the, the the actual whole ayah is saying to the to the believers, "Ijtanibu kathira min al-vann." Stay, stay away from dhan, stay away from having suspicions. Suspic- really, really, it's an air about having suspicions of people, like not spying on people and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so that, that that's one way to say that you kind of believe something is around the ter- around the concept of dhan and avunnu. I, I I think this if it's not a particularly strong view. Um, you know that there is another another verb which we'll come on to into more detail when we go in the verbs. But but there is a verb like irtiqad is a noun that comes from the verb ir- and uh, yeah, your i'tiqad is your belief. Um, you know, him in their belief. Um, yeah, and that that interestingly actually comes from the same root as the word for like a knot, an aqd, aqd. Um Yeah, which is interesting, isn't it? That that you you know your your beliefs are something that's kind of tight. You hold tight to it. It's it's like a knot. Um, your i'tiqad is your beliefs, but um, and it's actually also related to the term aqidah. 
um, your aqidah is a term that you use in kind of Islamic sciences for, you know, it's a, it's a matter of aqidah. It's a matter of what you believe. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard the term aqidah be referred to other religions, be referred to like the the beliefs of of um of the Jews and the Christians. I've heard i'tiqad be used for those beliefs. Yeah, so we have like i'tiqad, and then we have the term aqidah. We have the word dhan and nadr and mujarrad and ra'i. So another really useful word is um is the verb um uh, niqash for a discussion. Niqash. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to the verb naqasha, which is kind of to to have a discussion about something. But uh, yeah, niqash and uh, niqash is quite similar to the word munavara. Munavara, I think, translates better to debate, and then niqash is a discussion. I think that's kind of the 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 way that those two words are, um, you know, those words are. Uh, um, translated. So, so next, if we were to go through kind of how severe you believe something, you know, we talked about the the concept of dhan, then we talked about i'tiqad, probably to say that you're certain about something. There's this word muta'ikid, muta'ikid, and it's um it is it is related to an in, inamiya and and even fushah as well. When people say akid, akid, it's like certainly, sure, um yeah, akid, akid la, you know, definitely not akid la. You know, you hear that in Amiya probably more commonly than you do in uh, in Fusha. But 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 it is a it is a it is it is a um a Fusih word. Um yeah, but this term muta'akid, say ana muta'akid, I I'm certain of this. Or if you say I am not certain, ana lestu muta'akiden. That's a that's a nice little one to drop, it sounds particularly sounds particularly fusha. Ana lestu muta'akiden. I I am not I am not certain. And then um yeah, the, the next word that I wanted to share is the word mawqif. Um Your mawqif is kind of your stance or your position on something. Um, yeah, mawqifi. Have a That this is my stance. Your 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 mawqif from the verb um, waqafa. It's um, yeah, a nice little um, beginning week verb. You learn about those in step sixteen on my program. Um, yeah, yeah, waqafa means to kind of stop to stop something. Good. Uh, and then before we go on to the verbs, I just wanted to offer a little phrase, really. This is particularly useful for GCSE students, I think, who are kind of comparing and contrasting. Those of you guys who live in the UK, you probably remember when we did our GCSEs, um, there's always like a compare and contrast question in the GCSE exams. You have to say, like, you know, on one hand, some people argue this and on the other people argue this. And in Arabic, they say min wedge, like min wedgehin, or min wedgehin ukhra. They say, like, from one face and from the other face. That that's kind of how it's said in you, you, in Arabic. You don't really say min yed on one hand. You don't really say like like upon a hand. You, you don't say on one hand and on the other hand. In, in Arabic, you say from one face, which is kind of, which which kind of literally makes a bit more sense than what we say in English. I think like, for you know from from one direction it's this, and then from another direction it's it's this. Do you know what I mean? You see something from from another point of view. That that's kind of what it's saying in Arabic. So. Yeah, so min wedge, like for on on one hand, kether wa kether, you know, whatever you're gonna argue. Well min wedge in ukhra, kether wa kether, right? So that's kind of how you say on, on one hand and on the other. So we'll come into some verbs, um, and then we'll kind of as I'm using these verbs, I'll I'll, I'll bring in the vocab we've learnt already to kind of give you guys some phrases and we'll 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 build them. We'll build them out a little bit as we uh, you know, as we get through them, inshallah. So so um, the the first verb that I thought would be useful is um, actually just a re just a recap of the verb shariha shariha. You, you'll often in like Islamic texts you often have like a sharh of something. It's like an explanation of something. If you have like um, I don't know whatever book you know whatever book you could even have a um, a sharh of um, Sahih al Bukhari. You know you can have sharh Sahih al Bukhari. 
you know, have like the, the explanation of the Sahih of Bukhari. Um, but the verb shariha is used to explain something. So you can say something like, أنا سوف أشرح موقفي. I will explain my position. You know, أريد أن أشرح موقفي. I, I want to explain my position. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, that's, that's obviously really useful too. Another one I have written down is, um, you know, is, is, is from the verb أقنعه. أقنعه. And, and also the verb اقتنعه actually as well because they're, they're very similar and, and, and often they, they those two verbs get confused because they, they obviously sound similar and have the same root letters. But um, the verb اقنعه means to convince, um, but but really to convince someone else. Um, if you are convinced yourself, you use اقتنعه. You say أنا مقتنع. You know, I am convinced. And, and, and with either of those, you you tend to use the preposition be. You know, if you're going to say I am convinced of, I am convinced of it. You know, أنا مقتنع بها. You know, أنا مقتنعون عفواً. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, مقتنعون. أنا مقتنعون بها. I, I am, I am convinced of it. Yeah, that's when you use مقتنع. I am convinced. Um, yeah, and you, and you, and you know, usually you say that you're convinced that something, don't you? Right. So أنا مقتنعون بأن كذا وكذا. I, I am convinced that. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah. So that's that's quite nice actually. Yeah, أقنع though is to convince someone else. You know. Um, sofa aqniru, sofa aqniru, you know, I will, I will convince, whatever, right, whatever you're convincing a person of. Um, cool, what else do we have? I, I talked about the verb i'taqada, um, I talked about it, but we'll perhaps just put in a few sentences. So, um, so a'taqidu means like, I believe something, it's, it's stronger than a'dhunnu, right? You can say, ana a'dhunnu an, I, I believe that, but um, ana a'taqidu anna. Is is a little bit stronger, you know, saying أعتقد. and then أنا أنا أتأكد is like is even stronger than that, right? If you take the verb تأكد and say أنا أتأكد, I'm you know that that's that's like I'm certain of something. It's kind of saying like I, like I think I believe, and then I'm certain, you know, أنا أظن أنا أعتقد and أنا أتأكد. Um, very nice. Okay, cool. We talked about the verb ناقشة. It's a form of three verb, which is why the مصدر. Is the word niqash, which we've already talked about, uh, meaning a meaning a discussion, and then um, you know I, I'll also raise something that that might be a question in your minds as well because I, I know that when I started learning about believing things, I was like, well, we know the word iman is belief or like faith in something, and like so, but we don't you don't really use the verb amana bi something you don't really use that when you're talking about like debates. That's only really used for like like belief if there's like faith involved somehow, like but belief in al the unseen, somehow, is when you use amana. Even though in English we kind of use all of them, like when, when you say something like, I believe you, or, or, you know, I believe it's a really good thing. And we usually say, like, I believe in Allah. Like, we use believe for all of those things, but, but Arabic has its, has its nuances for, you know, different things you believe in and, and the depth to which you believe in those specific things. So, yeah, I wanted to mention that the verb amana isn't really used when, you, when you're having a debate or a discussion about something or expressing your opinions. Very nice. Um, yeah, that's all the um, that's all the verbs that I wanted to mention. Um, I kind of yeah, th there is another word though. I, I wanted to mention like because I was thinking to myself when I when I just spent a bit of time prepping this and, and thinking about what words I wanted to share with you, I thought um, I thought when when I've had debates in Arabic or about discussions in Arabic, you often want to kind of when you disagree with someone, um, there's a verb ittafaka, 
ittafaqa. So, and, 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 and it, means to, it means to agree, but you to, you also use it to disagree with something, yeah? La attafaqu bik. I don't agree with you. You tend to use the preposition bi with it. Um, I know in, in English we say with, so you might expect it to be ma. Um, but yeah, I've, I've never heard people say la attafaqu mark. Yeah, I don't know really what that, I don't know what the implications of that would be, but I've, I've, but I've definitely heard people say, لا تفق بك. Um, yeah, and, and we agree is اتفقنا. We, 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 we have agreed, right? اتفقنا. And that, that's very, very common. Yeah. اتفقنا. لا أتفق بك. And another way of kind of saying, like on the contrary, you say بالعكس. بالعكس. If someone puts an argument forward to you about, you know, whatever. You know, you can say "bilax la tafiqubik." On the contrary, I, I I don't agree with you. I don't agree with that. Yeah. So yeah, "bilax" is a really good one. Really good one to kind of store in your in your phrases bank. "Bilax." Um, and then the last one. I think we've probably actually already mentioned this actually, but it's it's about using the word "rai." Um, yeah, because when you ask someone what their opinion is, you're gonna say "ma ra'yuka. ma ra'yuka. What's your opinion? And um. I think from an English context, we're tempted to say ما رأيك عن, you know, for example, القضية الفلسطينية, like the Palestinian issue or something like that. Um, but in Arabic, you don't. You say, you say ما رأيك في something. You say, what's your position, like in it? What's your view in it? That's that. That's a lot more common. And, and actually, you also say, you actually say that with قالة as well, like another kind of a synonym for that. Is is asking someone وَمَاذَا تَقُولُ فِي and what what do you say about about this and that? I've seen that in a few sort of um, historical dramas before in in Arabic. People saying وَمَاذَا تَقُولُ فِي الصَّلَاةِ and like what what do you say about the salah? Or like وَمَاذَا تَقُولُ فِي الزَّكَاةِ and and what do you say about the zakah? Yeah, so um, th those are just a few notes because that's really common um, to be asked in your exams or to be expected to ask in your exams. مَا رَأْيُكَ فِي ذلك الموضوع and, and, and what do you think about that issue or you know you know ما رأيك في um, whatever you know whatever ما رأيك في تعليم تعليم البنات في أفغانستان or something like what's your you know what what's your opinion on girls education in in Afghanistan or something um, or, or whatever it is whatever topics you're you, you know you're you're having a discussion or debating so so in that in that episode of the podcast I think we covered about maybe fifteen to twenty new words, which is what I usually aim for in these episodes, and um, yeah, so hopefully that's been useful for you, inshallah. Please get in touch with me if there are any particular co uh, particular topics you would like me to cover um, in upcoming episodes. Uh, we can um, move back towards Grammar Town, and um, yeah, we can move towards Grammar Town and do some more grammar, or we can go to Amiya World, um, as I mentioned in last uh, uh, last week's episode, where we do little bits of Amiya, drop bits of Amiya in there if it's useful for you guys. But um yeah, so just keep in touch with me, inshallah, let me know. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's usually pretty good to get in touch with me on my, through my DMs on Instagram. I'm usually pretty good at responding to those DMs, so so that's cool. Or if you're on YouTube, um, just drop something in the comments, inshallah. I'll try my very best to get back to you, or at the very least, I'll look at it um, at, my, at, the, at the very, very least. Um, you know, I do my best to respond to absolutely everything, but uh, obviously people who are on my program have the priority over my time, obviously, because um, they pay the bills. So, um, yeah. But... Uh, so that's everything for this episode, inshallah. Last thing I'll just say is that wherever you're listening to the podcast, please share it and help other people reach it. Um, and uh, that would really, really help me out, inshallah. If you're on YouTube, obviously, it's very easy to kind of comment and like and share and subscribe. But uh, whatever other platforms you're listening on, um, especially if it's iTunes, actually, I think you can leave me a rating on iTunes and you can like leave a review and stuff on iTunes. I'd really appreciate that if you do that. 
Um, yeah, and uh, that's everything for the podcast. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested in joining the 60 Steps program, there are many, many rewards for you if you join at this point. Um, if you do join in the next sort of five days or before the 9th of March of this year, 2019, then you are a very special person, person because not a very special Persian, and then he said that you're a very special person, because those kind of, that kind of first six months of students, people who joined from the 9th of September, 2018, to 9th of March, 2019, um, I think you guys should be rewarded immensely for being kind of early adopters of my program, and people who, people who have wanted to be part of what I'm trying to build and people who have wanted to come on board early. So so if you do, if you guys want to upgrade later, as I mentioned earlier, you guys will get a massive, massive discount and incentive um, to upgrade. But even if you don't, um, I would like to just be giving you guys something because I, I think you guys should be rewarded. I should treat you guys well. So, um, so that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed episode 23. Don't forget to uh, put it in your diary to come back next Monday to enjoy episode 24 of the podcast and I'll catch you guys then assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh